Fucking fuck. Let's go. Go and do meditation. Go and do meditation. I was like, I was like, man, she wasn't sit down. I wasn't empathizing with Hitler. Fucking fuck. Anything you want to do, you can. <laughs> be a professor. Wink, wink. Clearly, you spent too much time on Pornhub. Fucking fuck. Let's go, let's go. This is episode, I don't even know at this stage. What the fuck is this episode? Episode 7? This is an interesting episode because uh, we're not in person. Tamin's uh, very nice, Tamin. Tell us, All right, guys, tell us so what's this happening. Is, this is extremely exciting. Give me like two seconds. I'm currently in California. I'm in San Francisco. Um, I am actually sucking on something right now. um there are these things called micro dosed cannabis infused mints so weed is legalized in california so fuck you australian government i'm not breaking the law um yeah how how is is this uh micro dosed cannabinoid infused mints (laughs) (laughs) they literally taste like normal mints (laughs) <laughs> but like how does it feel like does it make you feel anything Do you notice no anything? It, uh, it's apparently it takes like an hour to hit so maybe maybe you might witness me a little bit high at the end of this episode but we'll see um but yes masood Ma- my friend maz are you ready to fight me because these last few weeks i've had a lot of time for reflection oh, yeah. i i've been in the plane for a long time and I'm like, fuck Masood. Yeah? You want, is, that, is that you want to do it? <laughs> <laughs> no. I've been, because so, look. What, what part of me do you want to fuck? Like, I know I'm good looking, <laughs> but. <laughs> no, look, look, look. The the issue that I've, I've been having is I've been really, really thinking about how, um, not that, like the episode four that we had on religion. Uh-huh. And I'm just not satisfied, man. I'm like, I'm like, my atheist, um, anti-religious fire has been sparked in the last few weeks. Um, I, I started reading this book called God is Not Great by Christopher Hitchens. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, I'm just like, I I feel like you've been avoiding every time I've asked a question. Mm-hmm. About like, the whole reason we started this podcast was you used to be atheist and now you're going towards religion. Yeah. And I feel like I've shared over and over again on this podcast. Everyone knows my view. Everyone knows that I used to be religious and now I'm atheist and I've given a good convincing argument in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you've dodged the question every single time when I say, why are you leaning towards religion? Like, what is it exactly? What happened? So I want to give you the opportunity to open up about that and be transparent and get cancelled. <laughs> yeah so okay um where do i begin i'm just trying to think what's a good place to start well start start a little bit very briefly very briefly just talk about your upbringing so you were born in 
Iran. Yes, I was born in, in Iran. Yeah. Grew up in the sort of, you are Muslim because they say whatever in your ears when you're a baby and you got, you know, your, your, your parents are Muslim, your country is Muslim, so you grow up in the Muslim. And then I came here and I, um, I actually hated religion because in, in Iran, you see how corrupt it is and how it's being used as a form of manipulation and power, uh, power. Like it's, 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 it's which huge. I would say is all around the world, but in Iran, it's on steroids because it's a theocracy. It's very obvious. It's, exactly, it's, yeah. it's right there in front of your eyes. You just see it. It's like visual. It's not mm. conceptual. Um, so I, I already didn't like religion. I come to Australia and I had a, I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure I told you, but I don't know if I've talked the podcast before. But I, I had an ex who, whose parents were Christian, and she she didn't really care about religion as well. Yeah, no, you, you mentioned this on episode four. You told you. Oh, told okay, so so far I already yeah. said this. So so yeah. I that made me even dislike religion more because then I was like, okay, so what is this thing that's like is being used to manipulate and control, and it's also like. Uh, being used to um, separate people, like there's like all these like isms, and it's just another ism. Yeah, no, and we and we talked about it, and I think yeah, we both so, agreed. So I, I got to this point where I really hated religion. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Um, and then I guess in different experiences that I had from some medicines and some meditations uh i got to experience i had i i got some, i had some mystical experiences mystical okay okay experiences. and and i just want to i want us to be very careful when we have this conversation you know because of course we don't want to go into the details and whatnot but i want to get to the essence of what is a mystical what is a mystical experience, experience yeah. to you first first yeah and then why should we even give any value or trust to mystical experience? Like, how is that different to just hallucinations or delusions? Yeah, so I'll, I'll, please I'll, have a crack at that. So, I think the reason why mystical experience is different. I mean, you would have heard uh, about this. Simon would have talked about this on last week or the last two weeks in your uh, personality lectures. Yeah, Simon's one um, of our lecturers. Yeah, mystical experience can have a dramatic positive effect on people who have them. It can lead to significant, measurable, positive changes in their behavior, in their thought processes, in like emotional well-being. And I had that. I've had some multiple... I would say there's two that was like really clearly mystical. But there was a few that sort of like borderline mystical, but not like to that extent. Okay, can you just define define what, define what mystical. is mystical? Give an example of maybe a mystical experience that um, someone can have. It doesn't have to be a real one from your life. It can be. We don't need to like clarify or specify. Well, but just give one, an experience. What, is, what does it look like? One mystical experience I had was the sort of, you know, you know like you've got your your proper receptions of where you end and so your where, senses where, yeah. where you are in space yeah your your props yeah exactly so 
you got your senses where you end and where this wall in front of you or behind you ends, right? And begins. So you know you know you end here and that thing begins there. So imagine if the boundaries between these two things was a bit more fuzzy. So you didn't quite end and the wall didn't quite begin. And and then yeah, you became... mentioned this. You mentioned this in episode at the end of episode one when you're talking with Matt. Exactly. Said, so that was a mystical experience the, for me yeah, yeah. because you feel I really like this. This is really hard to grasp. Like if someone told me this, I wouldn't grasp it either. Like it's an experiential thing. That's why you can't really capture mystical experience into words. It, it doesn't neatly fit into the word, words we have. That's why poems, poets try to do it. Rumi tries to do this. Rumi, Rumi says, you're not a drop in the ocean. You're the ocean in a drop. That's really trying to capture what I'm, what I explained, the boundaries dissolving and you're feeling one with the universe. So you feel one with the wall and the objects and the nature and the, okay. You, you just feel one with everything. And that's a really special feeling because it allows you to experience a next level of empathy. Like, like you can, you can empathize, you can, it, it will increase your ability to empathize. To... Okay. Can I just challenge that? Can I just yeah. challenge that? Like challenge it. My first question, like, okay, let's just say we both agree about the positive side effects of mystical experience, you know, like what you just were going to mention, the increased empathy. But well, why give it any validity? Why give it any like why like it's not real, it's just something you experience. So why should it shape your because I mean, when I say religion wanna, versus, yeah, if you want to say if you want to say what uh, if you want to talk about realness, I mean, you you you've learned you've done cognitive science and you know color isn't real, so why give a fuck about color? Yeah, but I feel like that's a cheap shot. That, that like there is, but, but 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 no, I mean like if you if you really want to think about what is real and what is not real, we, 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 basically nothing is real because we just got like neurons just firing, and we don't really know what is out there. We just our brain is interpreting, creating what it thinks is out there through our senses. The information it gets from our senses, and that information is clearly imperfect because it's not getting the actual thing that's out there it's like changing and you know about this you, you do no so no you can't i do say I that what i'm saying is false I, I used to actually hold that and i do I, I generally hold that same belief to be like you know perception is is subjective um you know our mind creates sensory experience you know our mind creates what we hear what we see all of that i'm with you yeah but still i think there is a line between real and there is a line between just bullshit like just del like delusion like 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 when someone has schizophrenia yeah uh -huh. and um you know and this is not an example of bullshit like it's a disorder i'm not trying to like put any judgment on it but when someone has schizophrenia you don't like like those voices and those people you would say are not real there is a realness to me who's you're talking to me yeah I'm sitting across from the camera talking to you. I am real. If you talk to an AI, that is not real. There is a distinction. It's not the same thing. So, so, so you I, can't just say it's all perception. I, I'm going to challenge that. So that's that's the narrative that 
most people follow in the Western world. But, you know, there's cultures in the world where actually hearing voices is not considered disorder. Again, we've, we've read these in, in our studies, right, in, in uni. So there's cultures where hearing voices is actually not considered a disorder and it's considered that based on the narrative they have, they have a different, they give it a different meaning. So I'm not saying that they are right and we are wrong. And I'm not saying we are right and they are wrong. I'm just saying it's about the meaning that people give to the stimuli. The stimuli on their own don't have inherent meaning. It's okay, the meaning okay. that you give to. So if you if you hear voices and you have this narrative about, you know, if you hear voices, uh, you are likely to be a schizophrenic. And and that's that's where you are, and that's that's what you experience, then you go, okay, I might have a schizophrenia. If you have the narrative that if you hear voices, you're connecting to your ancestors or whatever whatever narrative you might have in where you live then you hear voices and like, oh, I'm connecting to my ancestors. And they just, both of those are, for those people experiencing them, a valid, real experience. Look, like I, I agree with the validity of it. I, I do. And, and I agree with the fact that um, like, it is at the end of the day, it comes down to the machine that is processing this information. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm with you on that, but I still I, I'm I'm trying to understand your point of view. Yeah, I still think the example I gave with you having a conversation on Zoom with Samim, yeah, Samim Baras who's sitting here right now versus uh -huh. AI, okay. they are not the same thing in my opinion. And based on what you're saying is, if you just change your narrative, and if you thought you were talking to a real person, then it is the same thing. But but. The reason you think uh, that AI is what's, me... What's the, what's the difference between me having a chat with you and having a chat with ChatGPT? What's the actual difference? Okay, so, so once again, what I'm trying to get at is it's about access to knowledge, yeah? Okay. So me and you both know there is a difference. You know, the... But the what is the difference? Tell me. Okay, tell the, me. the difference is that I am a person with flesh and blood and I have neurons in my brain that are firing and synapses... And proprioception and ChatGPT doesn't have that. It is a language okay. model. It's different. It's fundamentally different. It's not the same thing as me. But yes, yeah, so, but but so you were talking about the experience of me chatting with you being different with the experience of me chatting with ChatGPT, right? That's what mm -hmm. you were talking about. I'm saying yeah. how is my experience of chatting with you exactly. different to my experience exactly. of chatting with ChatGPT? So not your how ChatGPT and you are different. Do you know yes. what I mean? No, 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 no. Let me answer that. Let me answer that. So I think your experience could be 99.99% the same. Even 100%. I don't care. It doesn't matter. You could have the exact same experience, but that doesn't change the truth of the matter that ChatGPT is not human. ChatGPT can act like a human. ChatGPT can, can give off the illusion. It can even look like it's in a human body, but it is fundamentally not a human. So there is truth there is fact there is a difference because we know that we know that so my whole point with with uh, uh, uh mystical experience is just because it feels like the same we have knowledge and we know it is not the same thing as reality that that's what i'm trying to get at so the the thing that i'm 
I think okay, I, I think I figured out the point that we disagree on. Um, the the core of the issue that we we have like a different views on is, um, um, I believe that not it's not necessarily true that me sitting here is 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 the most real. The reality is, um. Yeah, that's 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 the core of it. Like I think I think there there is reality is I don't know dimensional. Like there's different different levels, different different things. That, like so think think about like like there's a so we have the physical reality right now, like the the Newtonian physics, right? Because you be big objects we operate in the Newtonian laws, but then within that Newtonian physics. There's the subparticles in quantum physics that that behave completely differently. We don't really understand them, and I don't want to use that as a scapegoat for anything. But I'm just saying that reality exists and it's real, but it's completely different with this reality that we that I'm seeing you. So I'm seeing you in a way, but I'm not really seeing you in 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 that way. And maybe that way is more real than this way. I don't know. So I am. I'm not. I'm not saying one is more real than the other one. I'm just saying because there is different realities in in the way I explained. So there's the reality of in the quantum physics, there's reality in the um in the physical things, and there's like vibrational and all that stuff. Because there's these different dimensions. I don't necessarily think that the reality at we are on right now, where I'm looking at you through this screen is necessarily the most real and everything else is less real. I am, and I, I'm open to this being the truth, but the, I don't have any solid evidence that tells me this is actually the case. So because of that, okay, okay. I'm, I'm keeping my mind open. Did that okay, make no, sense? Look, I, I like that. I feel like it, there's a lot to unpack there. Yeah, it was a big, big experience. It was a big. Experience. It was a big so, so, look, the first thing I want to say is, um, first of all, we used a lot of fancy words. I just want us to like just make sure everyone's following, following us and we didn't lose yeah. anyone. Yeah. So, I think that. So, your idea is that there are. So, if you zoom in, like, let me give like a more basic example. If you zoom in on Samim on the outside, I look like a fully functioning human. You know, you zoom in on, um. Um, my arm and you go into and it's a muscle and it's a one muscle that's working and you zoom in and it's like a cell and you zoom in and inside the cell there's smaller things happening so your whole idea is that we are just on one dimension of of existence yeah. and there are many other living things on more smaller and bigger levels like for example a person versus a group versus a nation versus a collective and, and even world. and even things and even things that we don't see but we know exist like uv ray x-ray mm -hmm. there is yeah. so many things that are real do you believe do you reckon uv is real yeah but we don't see it mm. so so there is there is a lot of reality that we don't we can't experience through our five senses because our five senses have limited capacity to experience the reality. So that's that's my whole thing that I'm trying to say is the reality is 
bigger than you you think reality the only reality is is the the things that you can see the things that you can touch the things you can hear but i'm saying that's a reality a potential reality maybe even you're right now in a dream you don't know you could be having a dream that you're having a podcast episode with me right now is that is that a possibility ah man is it a possibility that right now is it, you is it a, a possibility dream? yes yes it is a possibility okay so there is a possibility that right now it's not reality but you think it's reality like it, it's a realistic possibility to have a dream like all, all the time when you have a dream you think that dream is so real until you wake up like if, if you have a nightmare when you wake up, you, your heart rate is increased, you're sweating, you're like, oh my God, that was so terrifying. Why was it terrifying if it was a dream? Because you thought it was real. That's the only reason a nightmare is terrifying, because you think it's real. So I think I'm just saying reality is not as so concrete as you think it is. It's a little bit more vast and we are still learning about reality as a human race. We are still discovering things. We are you know, like, yeah, we're, we're learning about it. We're still discovering it. So I'm just saying, don't put reality in this small box and say, I know what reality is, because I think that's a very limited idea to think, you know, what reality look, is. Look, I'm, I'm, look, I'm trying to really understand your viewpoint, but, but I still have to push back because you I, push I think back. I like it. I think you're like, I just don't think it's fair yeah because what you're arguing is that like being like very basic if i'm just trying to put it you're arguing is it's just too complicated we don't know enough and therefore anything is possible and whilst i somewhat agree with that i just don't think it's i feel like it's it's a cheap shot at science it's a cheap shot at rationality and it's a cheap shot at trying to actually find the facts because i do think there are facts because if there weren't facts i would not dedicate my life to science and understanding and knowledge i i'm not saying there are no facts i'm saying we are still learning more about these facts the the science is this kind of like so think about how far we've come with science think about i don't know maybe 100 years ago microwaves didn't exist like not not a microwaves that heat up your food, but like we didn't know the microwaves like the, like the waves, waves are like smaller. Yeah, I get that. We didn't know those waves existed. We couldn't like my my dad tells me this story that when he was a kid, he told his uncle, uh, uncle, there's these devices gonna come that we can see the people in other cities. And his uncle said, "You told me this. That's okay. Don't tell to anyone else. They think you're going crazy." because they couldn't even comprehend, because it didn't seem real that you can see someone across the world. It just didn't seem real. But, <laughs> but how is it, but is, is, that's so, 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 so mind-blowing mm. now, because it's, it's, it's a part of our reality now. And we got there through science. Okay, can I just say one thing? Looking for science. So we got there by experimenting, by doing science. We, we discovered these, like, radio waves we discovered these other things and by these discoveries we've improved and we've learned we've expanded what is real 
the the sense of reality that we have now is a lot bigger than it was 200 years ago. Look, look, I'm with you. I'm with you. And and I think that this this notion is is correct, you know, because people thought the earth was flat and then they realized the earth wasn't flat and, and science is constantly evolving. And maybe some of the understandings that we currently have of physics will be challenged and what we think is true right now will come out as incorrect later. However, mm-hmm. what you just said, someone said, hey, there's this device. You can see someone from the other side of the world. Don't tell anyone that might think you're crazy. Yeah, I think that's a great example because that device turned out to work it turned out to be real it, you actually could see people on the other side of the world your uncle mm-hmm. wasn't crazy mm-hmm. but then there was probably 2000 other cases of random bullshit that people suggested that actually turned out wrong so i think what what you're getting at is i i totally agree yeah we have to be open to the unknown we, we, if, if we just stick to the facts that we have now will never be able to grow as a race because mm-hmm. there are things that seem mystical now, which in the future will actually not be mystical anymore. There'll be plenty of evidence for them. So I'm totally mm-hmm. with you. But mm-hmm. that, but the thing is, in terms of the first step, yes, I agree. We should give mystical experiences a chance. You know, we shouldn't just brush them away and not address them at all. We should give them a chance. However... I believe personally through the scientific method or through some sort of filter and some criteria, we need to sift through these mystical experiences because some of them will in the future be science and some of them are just bullshit. You know, it's like Mm -hmm. you had the the witch doctors. Witch doctors were witch doctors. It was fucking some crazy person. It's not real. If 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 some of the fucking scientists... Okay, that's a a good example you brought up. So... I was actually reading a little bit about like, you know, the, the, the times in Europe where they were burning people as witches and stuff. Some of them were doing um, sort of herbal remedies. Like, you know, you come to see me and I'm a, I've got knowledge about herbs, like medicinal herbs. And I'm like, okay, so you've got this like pain. If you get this herb, it can help this pain. And I give you this pain and then someone sees it and they're like, oh, they, that person took away their they, they pain. They are a witch and they burnt them. So yeah, yeah. A lot of some of those actually were people who were trying to find actual medicine. They're trying to find which are expected. Not everything they them, did is them, real. But some of them were using medicine and it was working, and that's why they got banned because people didn't. Yeah, I don't know. That's, that's a no, no, no. Side thing. No, I, I, I agree with that. You know, I, I totally agree. And there was a bl- bunch of political reasons why innocent people got burned. I don't want to get into the, the nitty gritty of the, the history. Yeah, I don't really know what, too much about but it. But what I'm trying to get at is that there was the Black Plague in Europe. Mm-hmm. Some person said, hey, I had a vision. I had a dream. If you shove a sweet potato up your asshole, it cures the Black Plague. Is that should we should we listen to that person? Should we shove sweet potatoes up I mean, our asses? You, you, you don't need to go that far. Just just when we had COVID, uh, Trump said, uh, "If you what did you say? Eat, drink eat, bleach. Drink bleach. It will it work. So you don't need to go that far to find something like that. The, the, no. So so <laughs> why why? Okay, Masood. So you're an advocate of giving uh, strange ideas and thoughts a chance. Why yeah. should I not? shove a secret sweet potato up my ass. So 
giving giving ideas a chance, I look at what are some likely benefits of this potentially wacky idea, right? If in that in that realm, I can think of more things, then what are the potential negatives of this wacky idea? That, that's how I, I, I think about it. What are the, because well, I don't know what actually going to happen with this wacky idea, right? No one does. But you can sort of sit down and use your mind, use your rationality, your favorite word, to, to sort of <laughs> think about what are the potentially good things that can happen, what are the potentially bad things that can happen. And then if the scale is going to one side or the other side, then you can use, your deci- use, use that on your decision making. But but I, I don't agree with that. Like I, I I genuinely think, okay, if I do it properly and if the sweet potato is not too big, then the worst case scenario, I just experience some pleasure from having something in my asshole. There's no there's no there's no downside. So therefore, based on your criteria, I should try it. Maybe you'll get rid of COVID. I mean, yeah, if, if... <laughs> I guess. Like, no, that's bullshit. That's fucking bullshit. No, no. See, I'm not. I'm not saying to go shove potatoes up your ass. But I'm saying like, <laughs> it also. And then it, so, I actually did a unit in philosophy. They were talking about this. So there's different things that you gotta you use to. Uh, so there's different criteria that you need to like when you're trying to find what what's a good idea so you've got to look at the the person that said that what kind of a person are they is this person a um educated professor or do they have some evidence to back up this claim or did they just come up with this claim if they have some evi- some really strong evidence to suggest that ca- their claim has some magnitude has some has something what's the evidence for religion i'm so, I'm sorry to throw this in here what's the evidence what's the evidence why would you even consider it because i would say the evidence there's no evidence for the existence of god there is no solid evidence to back up any claim so therefore based on your own criteria you shouldn't even consider religion there's what's anecdotal the evidence? evidence people's experiences there are lots of people who follow it but what evidence is there that god exists other than uh, correlations and uh, stories and wife's tales Whatever it is there even that Muhammad is the person that he said he was, or Jesus Christ. You know, the, we have the Bible, which was a, a, a book, um, no offense, but a storybook <laughs> that was handed from person to person over 2,000 years. How can you, as a man of science, how can you trust the words in the Quran or the Bible or the Torah or the Old Testament? We know as a fact that they've been changed for political advantage throughout the years by kings, by popes, by whatnot. So why would you even give religion a chance? The the kind of religion, like, I wanted to clarify this at the start, but I forgot. So you said I'm, like, leaning towards religion. More specifically, I'm leaning towards spirituality. There's a slight, okay, there's a, there's a difference between spirituality and religion. Religion is, there's organized religion, there's a, there's a hierarchy, there's a, uh, there's a specific path that you're supposed to follow. You're supposed to follow these ten commandments. You're supposed to do this thing, and then this thing happens. It's prescripted. It's a prescripted direction. And again, I don't have anything against that or anything pro that. It's just not where I'm heading. 
where I'm heading is spirituality, is my own understanding of my um that that wider reality that I was talking about. How how what else is in this reality that I'm not seeing that's functioning in this reality? And through some experiences, some of them just completely substance-free as well, just meditation. I've had experiences where it was purely like it, it, it changed fundamentally how I see the world because I experienced the own, like there was an experience I had in a Vipassana, a 10-day silent meditation retreat where I could, I, my awareness was so heightened so like think every time you breathe, the the breath that goes in is slightly cooler than the breath that comes out because your body's mm. temperature is cooler than outside. But you can like if you when you're just talking normally, you don't notice the temperature difference on near your lips or near your nose, right? It's so subtle, you don't notice it. But if you do this meditation and you're gonna do it, you actually uh, gonna yeah, I'm gonna going do there, it. You'll, you'll be focusing a lot on that. So you, you'll start to notice that subtle change. So when you're awareness, when you're raising your awareness, you can notice more than you would no notice normally. And in a really heightened state of awareness, I could notice that I, my own body is vibrating in a way that we know scientifically everything vibrates. We know that, we know like a, a solid object is made of cells vibrating right you know that you know scientifically right uh i i i'm gonna admit i don't know actually but i believe you and i've heard it from other people so yeah that sounds right everything is in a constant state of vibration scientifically yep. but i experienced that within my own body mm -hmm. my own awareness was in a state that I it's a perception it's a perception of like yeah whether it actually yeah, I guess yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, it's a so it, it's it's just as much as perception as it is me seeing you. So if you seeing I'm seeing yeah, you yeah, yeah. is not real, right. then that perception is they both perception. They both yeah, are yeah, same. No, I agree. You're right. Mm -hmm. So by experiencing that, I realized there's more to reality, and that that that's that's that that was a mystical experience for me because i experienced myself as a vibrating being and my vibration could change depending on my own thoughts it was a crazy experience that i had and it was a mystical and it was life-changing and it was transformative now you how does it relate to spirituality it relates to spirituality because i realized just how much power you have inside yourself because with one thought you can change the vibration of your entire body okay can i just can i just like intervene here yeah because and what you, i was you gonna... don't have too much time as well remember because you gotta yeah all good remind me how much time we have left you've got about three minutes okay sweet all right this is so actually this is actually good this is a good way to wrap it up i, I think i like actually, th yeah, thanks for sharing your experience with um, with the, with the vibrations because I think it's it's a good it's a good example for people who are listening to be like mystical experience is not always seeing fucking other seeing like zombies or humans or hearing voices. Mystical experience can literally be as simple as feeling something in your own body that you haven't felt before. 
So yeah. I, I think that was that was great. Like good job. Um, the only thing I was gonna add is the the, the clarifying, because spirituality I do not have a problem with. Spirituality or seeking meaning I do not have a problem with at all. Like if you're saying Samim, there's more to life than what science is telling us. I'm on a journey to explore that. Totally uh -huh. fine. Totally uh -huh. fine. That I have 100% respect for you. That's my own personal journey as well. But the second, I think where it becomes religion is to say A, B, C, D, E, F, G. This is what actually happens. This is the story of how the world was created. So, there was Adam I and just, Eve and blah, blah, blah. I blah. just had an idea. I just had an idea. I think, I think this, is, this is sort of, uh, this is just a random thought that I had. So I think religion is potentially. So think about me, and I'm exploring this this thing, right? And I explore this thing, and I find something, and I come and tell people, guys, I found this thing, and I'm talking about it, and I'm explaining it, and I'm whatever. And then people are like, oh, he's found the thing. And maybe maybe some people do the thing that I did to find the thing, and they see some part of what I saw, and then uh, uh, it becomes a, it becomes a whole religion. Maybe maybe religions started this way. Maybe religions started by people having spiritual mystical experience, and there is actually some evidence to suggest this as well. Maybe we can talk about this at the next episode. I have but no idea what that any of that meant, but like it would be giving an example of how you think religion started. Like people have someone having a completely mystical experience comes that's and clear, explains their mystical experience and it starts a whole religion. Okay. No, look, that's possible. Um, the last thing I'm just going to say is I I still, I, I, I don't understand why I even said that because another way religion can start is from a manipulative, egotistical, narcissistic charlatan who's trying to brainwash people and gain power and control and get money. So that's also plausible. Can you, can you admit that's plausible? It's possible, at least? It is possible, but I think it's less likely, given what we sort of know. Oh, we're not happens. talking about likeliness. You're saying it's plausible that there is some the evidence for the mystical, spiritual stuff, and I'm saying this is also plausible. Yeah. I... I, okay, I, no. I, I, I we don't have any strong evidence that suggests it's impossible. Okay. Right. No, I think that's a good place, a place to end it. We still disagree. We'll, we still... We'll, we'll definitely need to like open this up again. Thank you for like bringing this up. I think it was, it was a good episode. I was, I was thinking really hard to like, how do I, what do I believe? How do I, how do I communicate that? I was good. But I think this is going to need a longer episode, maybe at some point where we don't have the time constraint and we can, uh, come to hear more about each other's perspective and talk about each other's perspective. That's it, Master. I still love you. Um, God bless America. God bless America. Right. And uh, next time, make sure you tell us the story about your uh, airport journey. That was an interesting. Oh, journey. okay. <laughs> but next time, I'll, I'll talk. And right now, I'm starting to feel the effects of the cannabis. So I'm gonna go. Oh yeah. Uh, enjoy, bro. <laughs> get get some get some food in you, yeah. Enjoy, oh, we'll enjoy, do, we'll enjoy do. the munchies. Oh my god, I got some pomegranate waiting for me in the kitchen. Fuck yeah, bro. All right. Uh, heading out.
Enjoy. I'll, I'll probably never see you guys again. I don't know if I'll ever leave America. No, actually, yeah, fuck it. Well, no, actually, him. I shouldn't say that because the fucking United States is scared that people will come and never go away. Actually, I got shit to do. I'm going to go back to Australia. I'm you might not stay. be allowed back in. I don't know. Uh, you, you just on, on the podcast said you're taking drugs and it's legal in <laughs> California. It's, uh, it's... I'm just giving you shit. Fight me. Got, All right, bye. I, I gotta go. Okay. Fucking fuck. Let's go. Go and do meditation. Go and do meditation. I was like, I was like, man, she wanted to sit down for a Masturbation. I wasn't empathizing with Hitler. Fucking fuck. Anything you want to do, you can. Be a professor. Wink, wink.